I always think um, I always think it's cool uh, having grown up being a uh, you know a Saturday morning cartoon guy, you know, comic book guy, uh, video game guy. Obviously, Marvel's taken over the world and you know uh, produced some of the best content, uh, you know, in the last decade. And then, um, my <laughs> much like everybody else, I, I I'm pretty much a stand for everything they do. And uh, yeah, I've been watching She-Hulk like most people, and it's uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not great. You know, I'm rooting for. I'm not one of those haters. I don't. I don't understand the the need to go online and absolutely bash uh, somebody's creative project, um, no matter how much you disagree or dislike it. So uh, I just I I bring that up because I was reading something earlier. And they were talking about the reason um, She Hulk has like such bad reviews on these like Metacritic sites and like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. The uh, the writers and the producers have uh, said it's because of quote the trolls that are you know ratings bombing our 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 stuff and it's not an accurate description or or rating on the actual show itself and it's just it's just really funny instead of just saying yeah the people don't like it they're like no 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 these ratings aren't real these are trolls these aren't real uh no way our show's that bad i just i think it's funny so i i've decided i'm gonna take the she hulk approach if uh when i start getting bashed inevitably um as the show gets bigger <laughs> I'm just going to start saying, no, no, the only reason I'm getting such poor ratings and downloads is because of the trolls. Uh, there's no way it's anything conducive to the actual product I'm putting out. So I thought it was a clever little strategy. <coughs> Speaking of Marvel, my uh, my guest today on the show was, uh, was is a very big comic book fan. Um, actually, that's one of the things we bond over, over many things. And uh, he's been a fan of that kind of stuff for years. So... Uh, like I said, we'd like to bond over that uh, amongst other things, such as our time with the Marine Corps. Um, so my buddy Kyle, another former RP, not former, current RP, active duty as well, He uh, he's rare because he, he's one of the only other people I know, probably the only one I know right now, um, who came in as an RP, E1, and has just remained an RP his entire career. So uh, we're kind of the OGs, and, uh, you know, I don't like to brag, but it's kind of the only job I've had, so... Um, yeah, I, I like uh, I like the stuff he had to say and some of the stories he had to give, but uh, I, get, I, I don't like to build it up too much, but he truly, in my eyes, has two of my favorite military stories, so uh, I'm going to let you all enjoy him here now, so without further ado, here's Kyle. I never say one because uh, I think it's unprofessional. Uh, so, Kyle, hmm. thank you for doing the show. Yeah, of course. I know you're uh, uh, very well versed in doing podcasts and interviews, so I appreciate you taking your time. Yeah, maybe not podcasts, but definitely interviews with other men. <laughs> exactly. Most of those cases have been dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? They can't prove shit. That's right. Uh, but I did invite you on the show for a myriad of reasons. Number one, we're clearly best friends. Uh, number two, uh, you have two of the best stories I know in, uh, in my years of serving with people. So I'm going to let you go ahead and launch into them. I don't care which one you do first. To me, these, I mean, we'll obviously break it down as you speak, but two of my favorite military stories come from you. So Wow. No, no, it's true. <laughs> I'm not sure how, well, they were all made up. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they're so good. So what's funny is a couple of days ago before we got here, I had a guy call me that was a corpsman mm -hmm. from my first duty station. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, I hadn't talked to him in seven years, mm -hmm. I think. And uh, I was just like, hey, I, <laughs> I was like, do you remember these things? Yeah. And, and I was just kind of like a sanity check. And it was just nothing but laughs for like 30 minutes. <clears throat> and 
Yeah, it's just like I, I can't. I tell these stories probably once a year. Yeah. To just random people. Yeah. I, I remember. I think you told me literally one time both these stories, but they've stuck with me because to me they're like that. And I don't want to gas yeah. it up too much, <laughs> but like. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was just like, wow, these are both so unique and just really hilarious. So yeah, um, yeah, it's good you had the confirmation from somebody you served with. Did these really happen? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I didn't just dream this, <laughs> exactly, did I? Exactly. Yeah. I, I was yeah I was at the preface it to some people to say. Um, Look, I know this is going to sound insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's almost going to sound unreal, but um, it, it, the further away from the actual moment you get, the more and more you tell the story, you're, you're like, am I embellishing this? Yeah. But uh, it, no, yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. to take away anything away. You know, I don't right. definitely don't have to add anything <laughs> to these stories. Um, yeah, so I, I think I know what two you're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> the first one isn't uh, as grandiose, but it did happen to me uh, yeah. amongst other people. So uh, it was our first deployment mm -hmm. to Iraq, and uh, obviously uh, I'm an RP as well, yep. uh, just so for your audience. Mm -hmm. So we go around with the chaps. We know we go all, all the different places, all the different companies, and uh, one of the times that we went out, we went out with a weapons company. Mm -hmm. And just I'm going to give a little backstory here as to uh, just kind of help clear up this individual who gave this order. <laughs> 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 he, he was actually, when I first gathered, he was actually the H&S company officer. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna say his name, but uh, we called him Captain <laughs> America. Him, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, we called oh, him yeah, oh, Captain right. America. Yeah, yeah. Um, he would at the range when we did rifle range stuff. He would have us go out after we were done. Okay. And he would have us get in like a circle, and he would, if it was dry, he would have us take hoses and like make this pit just a mud pit. Interesting. And just have us like do combatives <laughs> and just yeah. working out in the mud pit. That's oh. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. I think it was too much for H and S, even for the Marines, <laughs> and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move you over here." Uh, so that was my first interaction with him. Yeah. And, uh, the speech he gave while we were all muddy and doing combatives, yeah. he was like, I remember he had his one hand on his hip and yeah. his, you know, obviously the, the knife hand yeah. He was the sharpest one I've ever seen. <laughs> and he would be like, I remember when I was a young Marine and I would walk into a bar and I was young, dumb and full of cum yeah. and <laughs> I could take anybody. <laughs> this dude stood like five foot five, um, but he was de definitely uh, intimidating. Oh, okay. So he, he fit the build of somebody who could kick some ass. Uh, yeah, oh, for okay. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think he was a, I think he was a black belt, red tab, oh, all, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Okay. Um, uh, he had been in the Marine Corps for a little while. I think he was, in, he was a prior enlisted mm -hmm. and then went over officer. Uh, so fast forward back to Iraq. So that was my first interaction with him when he was H&S company officer. Got moved over to weapons company. And, uh, we we were we were setting up when we first got there. One of our missions, obviously, we hear all the time. If you're not familiar with the military <clears throat> in Iraq and Afghanistan, it was all about hearts and minds. You hear right, that a right. lot. And so one of the things was we were going into um, sort of value or uh, kind of look at some of the damage that had been done by the army that had oh, been there oh, before gotcha. us. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had destroyed some stuff and crushed some cars. I mean, there's there's always those stories. Sure. So the local folks were not happy, right? Right, right, right. Um, But our job was to go in there, and one of the things specifically was to go in and set up a, like, uh, an area for medical services. Yeah. So we had our battalion surgeon, everybody come out. <clears throat> I think we brought in some of the, the, the lioness teams and things like that. Okay. And uh, had the women come in, mm -hmm. local women. So we were, we were surveying the, the area for that to see, like, okay, what damages we got to pay back for the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the, the army coming in there. Not to bash the army, but it is what happened. They like to roll shit Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're doing that. And in the midst of that, the locals, they know. They, they know we're coming. Of course, yeah. Uh, the <clears throat> local leaders, the imams, sheikhs, they, they, they put the word out. Yeah. So 
it was I guess it was getting kind of heated, and there was some warnings to the the, the CEO, the company um, weapons company officer, saying like, "Hey, this could be this could get heated." Yeah, not that there was going to be a you know gunfire or anything with the locals, but they were worried about them. You know, they're thinking, "Oh, U.S. military. The last time you were here, you damaged yeah. a bunch of our stuff." It's just a bad look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I just remember now. I wasn't there when the order was given by him specifically, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the next thing I know is there's all this talk of the locals getting heated and they're starting to congregate okay. out in the out in the streets and everything and kind of um, it's not looking great. <laughs> and the next thing I know is as a corpsman of mine who's the senior line corpsman mm-hmm. of Women's Company. He just comes around the corner. He's got this huge smile on his face, and he's like, he's just laughing. This guy's like six foot three. He's yeah. probably two eighty. I mean, he was a massive <laughs> dude, uh, and he's just like, I'm like, what, what's up, bud? And he's like, he's just like, oh my god, we just got our orders to fix bayonets. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's so great. I, my jaw, yeah, probably hit the ground. Yes. I, I was just looking at him like, you're joking. Yeah. I'm like, what war are we in? Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I, I forgot my musket back in 1832. Get those flint yeah. locks out. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at chaps and I'm like, chaps, uh, I don't, I didn't bring my bayonet. <laughs> I was not <laughs> yeah, ready No, for this, no. Yeah. I mean, I got my Gerber. Maybe yeah. I duct taped that to the end of my rifle. Uh, but yeah, so it, uh, essentially, everyone that was there at the time, we got we got ordered to fix bayonets, so, which is wild. Which is insane. That, so, so for those maybe not uh, very military savvy, the odds of getting that order, number one, are something everybody jokes about. You yes. know what I mean? So like to hear that not only it happened, but it happened at such a random time with such a ragtag uh, group of Marines and sailors is fantastic because uh, much like yourself, I mean, I've walked, you know, uh, next to giants of people who've yeah. been in all kinds of warfare, you know what I mean? Not once have they ever been like, I got the order to fix the bayonet. <laughs> so I think that story is so hilarious. And obviously, it's not like, you know, you ended up like poking people to death, right? right. So like, it's just, and that's what kind of makes it this classic kind of tall tale that like, yeah, I was in the shit. I got ordered to fix bayonets. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> so years later, I told that story. I, I'd probably tell that story once a year. Like I love I that story. Yeah. Um, I told that to an Air Force guy. Yep, yep. Uh, I think it was a, <clears throat> a JTAC or something. Yeah. And uh, I told him, I was like, I got a story for you, you know, because it was, <laughs> it was on a deployment and we're just, mm-hmm. we're trading stories. I was like, I think I got something that might beat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and I told him that and he just looked at me and I thought he was going to say, you're a liar. Right. But he just looked at me and he goes, you're my hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not the one that gave the order. So, yeah, exactly. uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Now, of course. Yeah. Because again, <laughs> even people like, you know, uh, assuming he was a JTAC or something like that, he's deployed all the time. So right. he hears all these stories. He sees all the things. And then to hear somebody got the order in this day and age to fix bayonets is fantastic. Oh yeah, um, it's easily one of my favorite military stories. So yeah, you can't make it up. All almost all the strange things that happened to me happened with Weapons Company. That's true. Yeah. Weapons Company is notorious for just yeah. Uh, for me, for when I was in one three, Weapons Company was always just like the weekend incident report was like, well, what did Weapons Company do? Yeah, so, yeah, it's always weapons. Oh yeah, when uh, we were in CACS, which is combined exercise training in Mojave yep. Viper, it before we even deployed, mm-hmm. uh, I had a tow missile blow up about 40, 50 yards from us, uh, yeah. just completely s- blew up, yeah. and everyone's just kind of like stunned, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like, what would just happen? Yeah. Um, and then in like 10 minutes later, the second one they shot, it yeah. just 
shot out the gun, rolled on the ground, oh, and then no. faced us. Abso- absolutely. And everyone just started running, just running in yeah. random directions. Yeah. <laughs> in my eyes, like Captain America comes out of nowhere and like jumps on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He kicked it aside. <laughs> yeah. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Rides it into the sky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's weapons companies uh, is known for their shenanigans. So that's, uh, of course, it was weapons company. All right, so I'm going to pivot here, right? Okay. I, uh, again, love that story. Fixed bayonets is always, like, my favorite thing. Um, but you have one where uh, I believe you guys were coming back from deployment, right, when this happened? Uh, well, it's, uh, so, yeah, so it's actually after our second deployment. Okay. <clears throat> I I had just, I had just came off, I think I had just come off of leave, actually. Okay. Um, so how far were you removed from being downrange? Oh, a month or two, oh, maybe okay. at most. Just to set the yeah, 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 yeah. And just so everybody knows, <clears throat> uh, there was no real decompression. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear about this third party or third location decompression stuff. That's new. Yeah, that I was never part of that. Yeah, yeah. When I hear about that, even people who deployed at the same time as me, mm-hmm. I'm always shocked. Yeah, our decompression was a plane ride from. Iraq to yeah. Kuwait to Kuwait to home. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like yeah. that was the decompression. The decompression is yeah. you feel the humidity of Camp Lejeune and you're like, oh, I'm home. Yeah, just send me back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the dry heat. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, as you can imagine, that creates some issues, right? Mm-hmm. When g- guys have been away, they've 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 fought hard mm-hmm. uh, and they want to party hard now. Of course. So yeah, the the story you are referencing, <laughs> uh, I imagine it's still f- maybe legend, if not folklore, yes, uh, at this exactly. point uh, in and Lejeune. I hope so. Yeah, and again, I don't know how Camp Lejeune looks today. I've heard it's been built up and it's very nice, and it's yeah. like the logistics, everything's very different. So um, make sure you say point A to point B to points because just the scale of this. Thing yeah. Is so huge. I will do my best. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know it's changed a lot. Yes, exactly. Because um, I've asked people uh, this location, this location, they're like, yeah, that's not there anymore. Oh, okay. Uh, I will do my best. Sure. So if anyone's on Lejeune or is that's familiar with Lejeune, exactly it, yeah. um, I'll do my best. But and really, just to it's really to reference the distance mm-hmm. the <laughs> that I'm about to tell. Uh, so yeah, so it's a roughly a month or two since we got back from our second deployment. Mm-hmm. Um, the person in question is a corpsman. Okay, um, he had went he gone out with his fellow two corpsmen. Mm-hmm. So there's three of them. Okay, um, they went out just and. He was apparently drunker than drunk itself. Okay. Uh, okay. They they came back in via taxi, mm-hmm. stopped at the twenty. Now let me back up here. <laughs> Already. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Let me back up here. So I'm telling this story third hand, but it was not told to me third hand. It was told to me by the person that was with the individual. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's it's important. Yes. It they is, were not yeah. both. They were not only roommates. Uh, they were best buds. Gotcha. And, and they were out that night with him. Okay. So I will kind of. If you put yourself in my shoes for a moment, I'm walking to work <laughs> and I come across the individual who is also a corpsman, yeah. third class, and he's like, Kyle, I have got the craziest thing to tell you. He's like, I'm like, what, man? He's like, yeah. um, well, this, I'll just call him, I'll just call him Jay. <laughs> I'll just yeah, call okay. him Jay. Jay. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll just call enough. him Jay. We'll say that's, Jay. A, that's a great name. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, last night, me and Jay, and the uh, the other corpsman went out drinking, mm-hmm. and we got really hammered. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't think it was any more hammered than we normally are. That's true. Yeah. Um, and he's like, we we came back on base. We stopped at the twenty four hour next there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone's familiar with that. Yeah, it's like right in the front yep. gate. Yep. So the taxi drops them off, and he, you know, they're like, hey, hang on here for a moment. We're gonna run inside. We're gonna grab some food. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. You can take us to our barracks room. So Jay. Uh, the individual in question here, <laughs> Jay remains at the taxi. He's like, no, 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 like he's way gone, right? Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. They're like, yeah, hang out here, man, and we'll, we'll be right back. Yeah. Well, they come out 
uh, of the 24NX, mm-hmm. he's missing. He's gone. Okay. The taxi driver's like, yeah, your your friend just bolted, <laughs> like took off running. And again, <laughs> to this point, not unheard of. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right. For a drunk guy yeah, to run away. Yeah, pretty normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. normal yeah. on Camp Lejeune. Yeah, yeah, normal sailor activity. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So he's like, oh, great. We got to go find him. You know, they're thinking, yes. oh, he ran back to the barracks. Exactly. Room. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this story was pieced together by multiple entities, uh, one being the corpsman, who is his best friend. Yeah. Um, and then the other by all the other people that he encountered throughout the night. Oh, on wow. His drunken rampage. <laughs> <clears throat> so the, the, from the 24-hour next, he somehow is able to run or walk, I'm not sure, travel f- to uh, where they hold the tanks. Yeah. So w- where the motor pool is for mm-hmm. the tanks. Okay. Um, tries to scale the fence. or <laughs> I, I mean, I'm pretty positive at that time there was Constantino wire. Oh yeah. So I, I obviously v- I think he tried to his whole thing was he had tried to he's going to take one. Yeah, right? yeah. he's going to like, oh yeah I'm drunk I'm going to go drive a tank around Camp Lejeune. As you do number one. Right. But also Constantino is no match for a drunken corpsman. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 <laughs> so he he is very unsuccessful yeah. at, at uh, getting the tank. I don't even know he wouldn't even know how to start it. I don't even know that you can start it just by yourself. I believe I it'd be touch, very wrong. Touch yeah. controls. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Tesla. Exactly. Sure, yeah. 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 Uh, so. He from there he is running back towards um he runs past his barracks and uh, and he's on his way to the other side of the base which is actually um if you're familiar with uh, where the you know division is yeah right yeah. so I think it's uh, what the southwest corner of the base yeah so um, if we're talking distance <clears throat> how much distance has this man covered on foot so from the twenty four hour twenty four hour next to the tank motor pole I believe is roughly four miles <laughs> i want to say i want to say it's around four miles that sounds uh, accurate yeah, yeah yeah and then so going back the other direction yeah, exactly he runs from uh, the motor pool to second marine division building mm-hmm. right uh which is probably another three miles maybe four <laughs> uh so we're, we're covering uh almost a half marathon at this exactly point. yeah and um, i'm assuming record time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so in the but in his travels uh <laughs> the weary traveler yes in his travels he comes across he must have been hungry because he comes mm. across a pizza delivery guy nice and he uh attacks the pizza <laughs> delivery guy <laughs> and is like you know what i'm hungry yeah, i yeah. need to eat yeah exactly uh, uh apparently the pizza delivery guy had already made his order yeah. and all he had was an empty sack and uh he ended up taking that sack though <laughs> uh and the reason they know that is because when they found him at the end of the night, he still had the pizza sack. Of course, yeah, yeah hoping the, a pizza would spawn. Yeah, the warming, <laughs> the warming bag or whatever it is. Yeah, so he is he has now carried the pizza warming bag yeah. from his destination onto Second Marine Division <laughs> building. Uh, <laughs> somehow successfully breaks into the building. Okay, uh, is running rampant through the building, mm-hmm. and and actually at this point they had he had set off alarms at this point. Well, of course, uh, people had seen. Yeah, people yeah. had seen him, and and I think they had. It, uh, actual alarms inside the building that he had set off okay. getting into the building. So he su- somehow successfully evades security uh, that, that no, has responded no, to the building. No, no white night watch is ready for that call. <laughs> no, 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 ready. no. Yeah. Complacency or not, exactly, you, yeah, yeah. you are not ready for that. So some so- somehow successfully evades them yeah. uh, for God knows how long. And uh, I guess they I guess they gave up. Because he went from there, he went to the Second Marine Division motor pool, mm-hmm. uh, and he now is in a Humvee, which we all know 
doesn't take much to start. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he found the keys. Yeah, like, yeah. It was yeah. in the pizza bag. Yeah. That's right. The key. Yeah, the Humvee <laughs> keys were in the pizza bag. Um, so at this point, he drives through the gate. Of course. Yep. Because it's, it's locked. The, it's in the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you ain't got no time for gates <laughs> or locks. Uh, and this is where it gets really good because yeah. so I, while the security is looking for him, right? Because mm-hmm. he had set off alarms and everything yeah. like that. Um, he is now driving through the parking lots <laughs> in a Humvee. Uh, and uh, that belongs to the general. Yeah, yeah. And is crashing into cars. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much damage he actually <laughs> that actually occurred during this, but the, when they found him, yeah, they actually found him in the Humvee, uh, driving, and he was uh, had an uh, had an actual car that he had hit so hard it actually attached itself <laughs> to the <laughs> to the front bumper, and he was dragging it through the parking lot. Uh. And that's yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he's just trying to clean up. You exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My they were illegally parked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not his fault. So uh, yeah, so that's how they found him. That's how the Marine Corps, uh, the Marine uh, security uh, folks, found him. So. Is, Imagine you're some, you know, Lance Cooley, who at that time may or may not have been, you know, at a pump downrange, you know, um, who knows what that kid's career was, right? He's on fucking night security on Camp Lejeune, where that base, as we all know, is wild. Oh, yeah. Um, so you get a call saying, hey, we have a fucking serviceman run around being rampant. <laughs> and you find him just in this fucking like cavalcade of chaos that is the parking lot and then the general's Humvee with a pizza box bag around <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing is like straight out of a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. So um, so you hear this from your buddy uh, who was with him that night and stuff. Do you know what happened to the corpsman? So just to wrap up the, the night into sure, the morning. Oh, sure, sure, sure. sure. <clears throat> so they find him. They, they stop him. He's, you know, He's right. at th- I think he actually had passed out or something. I, I would be pretty tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he wasn't going anywhere. The Humvee was just like redlining. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, so well, to flash so to flash forward, uh, my buddy who's telling me right after this had happened, he says, yeah, um, he was, he, he woke up. Yeah. He went to look for him. He wasn't in the room. And he's like, uh-oh, you know, where's Jay? Uh, so he goes, he starts knocking on doors. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, does anyone see Jay? We, we lost him last night. We don't right. know where he went. I assumed he made his way back here and found a barracks room because, you know, that we're pretty good at that. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Somehow, we're like, we're homing, all detectives. Yeah, homing yeah. pigeons. We kind Absolutely. of find our way back to our room. We know what's up. Um, so no one's no one's found him. But then he runs into the uh, the officer, you know, on, on duty. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, I've seen him. <laughs> uh, he is very angry. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, let me tell you what Jay did last night. So he proceeds to tell my buddy, yeah. Luke Corman, who was with him la- the night before, um, everything that I just said. Jesus. And he's like, well, can I at least see him? Yeah. You know, because as a corpsman, he's like, I just want to make sure he's sure, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he's like, yeah, yeah. So he brings him into the, they had him locked in the, the <laughs> officer of the duty office, right? Oh, that's funny. The yeah. duty hut. That's he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still passed out yeah. and still had his pizza warming bag. <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking <laughs> no, that from no, him. No, not he, taking it. He earned that. And he'd also pissed himself and threw well, up. Of course. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, normal stuff. Yeah, normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, after that, uh, he he was a third class. He uh, did get knocked down. What? Um, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I know. Shocker. God. Spoiler alert. Yeah, exactly. uh, don't do those things. I <laughs> uh, got knocked down. I believe it was uh, hospital and apprentice, which is E two. Yeah. Um, damn. Damn near close to the starting point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then was subject the the general. From what I'm told, I don't. You know, the story happened. Mm-hmm. Everything else, y- you you hear kind of. Secondhand, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. through the underground. Um, but I do know they kept him in because he was months away from from getting out. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think he maybe had less than a year in. Oh, so he just lasted the rest of his contract. Uh, no, they. I, they, extended, they yeah, extended they, him? yeah, I think they oh, stop lost him, and they said gotcha, your yeah. punishment, yeah, um, it is you're going to go on another deployment. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So they sent him to Afghanistan. Oh no. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the guy wants action, right? <laughs> he does want action. <laughs> that's the, yeah. s- send him where the action. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. That's fair. But uh, yeah, that story, it, that story is crazy. I, I imagine it's still legend there. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. Jay, you know who your name is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you're out there, buddy, I really hope you're taking care of yeah, yourself. I hope you're doing great, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny, like those kind of like tall tales and stuff. We all know are real, but when we t- so to this day, I don't know if you were, you may have been gone uh, from Lejeune by the time I read this. Like in the Marine Corps Times when I was there, like the big thing, the naked gunny on his motorcycle. If you oh, heard about yeah. that, now it's a thing of folklore, right? This gunnery sergeant got drunk with his wife. They were on a motorcycle naked. They crashed. It was a whole thing. Um, and then the guy who that uh, roundabout kind of four-way stop thing in the middle of Camp Lejeune, I don't know if that's still there, but some Lance Corporal got really drunk and fucking jumped over that thing. Oh. So people talk about Just that stuff. Just Grand Theft Auto. 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, there's no rules on Camp Lejeune. <laughs> so it, it's so funny to hear, like, even back when you were there, you're like, oh, I have these stories too. So yeah. it just goes to show that. It never it, stops. No, it never stops. But Absolutely not. Before I got to 3-6, yeah. uh, that's where I was, the 3rd Battalion, 6th Marines, mm-hmm. Um Apparently, it was known as the Jackass Battalion. And this was now. This was a couple years, two, maybe two, maybe three years before I got there. Okay. So not so recent, but uh, I guess the CEO that had come in before I checked in, he kind of cleaned it up. Okay. Um. So anyone familiar with that that place? Typically, the you know the barracks are like in a U shape kind of thing. Yeah. Um. There's usually three buildings in a U shape. Mm-hmm. Two out of the three were dedicated to drug pops. Yeah, yeah. Gang yeah. violence. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But that was all that battalion. <laughs> <laughs> it says you're just alpha. Uh, yeah, company, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, so yeah. So I, I kind of hear this when I found out I was going to three six, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, but it's not that it's not that way anymore." I'm like, oh, "Okay, it's yeah, yeah. like yeah, very cleaned up." But my first day on the job, <laughs> that I would say is, you know, I go through boot camp, I go through a school, I go through a field medical training battalion, mm-hmm. you know, to to learn about the Marine Corps, to serve with the Marines, and then I go to check in, I get my barracks room key. Yeah. And I go up to the second deck, and before I can put the key in, <laughs> I hear some yelling and, like, you know, just general jostling around. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I look over, down, like, down the catwalk, and I see two Marines yeah. hoisting two mattresses. Of course. Like, oh, of are, course. Yeah, and, yeah, they're, yeah. and they're tied together yep. uh, with various bungee cords and strings, What you know. And I'm like, oh, they're oh, they're just gonna flip the mattresses over to get rid of them, right? That's not, but yeah, they're just gonna get. Yeah, that's how they're getting rid of Your them. Poor yeah, virgin that, mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your poor virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind. I'm like, yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah wow. that makes sense. Well, practical. Yeah, it's efficient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they flip the mattresses over. Yeah. Uh, hits the ground. Yeah. And they're looking down, and I'm kind of like, why are they just staring down at the ground? Yeah. And then out of the two mattresses comes this poor marine uh, <laughs> well not poor i mean he was very happy about yeah it. exactly yeah. uh gives him a thumbs up and says yeah. it worked <laughs> i was like and so i was like i need to unlock this door so it's I, not something super similar to that but yeah we've all been privy to if you lived in infantry barracks that truly is a lawless place because i used to have uh, a chaplain that i worked with and he asked me one day just because he'd you know heard the secondhand stuff from counselings and stuff he's like he's like hey he's like what's it like to actually live in the infantry barracks and i was like sir yeah. It's a fucking. It's like a frat house where everybody hates each other. Yeah. <laughs> like there's like they love each other but they hate each other. Like season it, one of Oz. Yeah. Exa- exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking wild. I I may I don't know if I've told it on this show maybe the other one but 
um, when I checked into Third Marines, I was temporarily in some some other barracks, and uh, the corpsman that checked me in, I don't know if he's still in, he's an H2, great guy, he was actually a really good sponsor. He was in the field when I actually checked in, but in my room, he had left a, uh, a handle of rum and a six-pack of Hawaiian beer, because we're in Hawaii, and said, hey, welcome, battalion. I was like, hell yeah, right? Yeah. And so, and then I'm like settling in my room, I'm setting up my, you know, Indiana Pacers posters, whatever I'm doing, and uh, I get a knock on the door. And it's I open it and it's just some clearly boot, you know, bald, skinny, short kid, and he has a pickle in his mouth and he's just like staring at me, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> and this welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like a little alien <laughs> yeah. at my door. I'm like, hello. And uh, by this, I've been with the Marine Corps. You know, I've I've already been to war and stuff. This is my second battalion, and uh, so I'm like, okay, what fuck fuck games? And I look to my left and I look to my right. And there's, you can always tell a corporal, a little longer hair, a little dirtier oh, yeah. cut. And he goes, hey, boot, not that one, the next door. And then he went to the next door and he knocked. And I got to see this firsthand. Yeah, get your hazing right. Exactly. Yeah. And he he knocked on the door and he opened it. And the guy next to him, another clear boot, exchanged the pickle in his mouth. <laughs> they were playing past the pickle through the <laughs> barracks to the boots. And the corporal, like, walked by him and said, hey, sorry about that. And I was like, oh. yeah, no, yeah, d- muster your kids. I know what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, it is funny. You check in there. It Like I said earlier, it's like Jane Goodall with the apes. Like, we're there. Oh. To help. Yeah. It's yeah. just. It's madness. It's it absolutely is. madness. And uh, I, I genuinely miss it sometimes. Not when it's like a Tuesday night and I want to get to sleep and there's, you know, an 18-year-old. Yeah, trying to crawl through your window. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I remember in Campbell's June, actually, though, we uh, I lived on the second deck in my first barracks and my battalion was still kind of forming. They had just kicked everybody out. We're getting a fresh boot drop. And uh, I got one of those, I went to like Spencer's Gifts or something at the mall in Jacksonville, and I got one of those like uh, super long beer bongs, like balcony bongs. Oh, yeah. And so me and a couple of the Marines that lived around, they loved it, obviously. And so during field day, while we were cleaning, you know, everyone's outside their doors, they're drinking, but they're cleaning. Mm-hmm. And anybody who walked underneath, like, hey, you got a bong of beer? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that was, you know, I'm like, you know, 21 years old, like fresh 21 years old. And I'm like, this is fucking, we're going to live forever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, this yeah, is, you're invincible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, yeah, things like that you'll miss. But uh, at the same time, the reality, it's not healthy. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> I get asked all the time, like, hey, would you ever go back you right, know, to the right. Marines? And yeah. I, I think about it for like a couple seconds. I'm like, <laughs> I, I know too much. <laughs> I know too much. I always tell people, it sounds bizarre, but I always say, you know, the Marine Corps made me the sailor I am. Mm-hmm. Um, if, and then, you know, I was, various other commands, I was with NSW for mm-hmm. a, half my adult life. Yeah. But I would say if the Marine Corps, you know, if the NSW was like my formative years, the Marine Corps was definitely my childhood. Oh, absolutely. And uh, definitely made me the sailor I am, which I is agree. strange to hear, but uh, they, they definitely formed me. And no. it's all you really know at the time. You know, yeah. your first four years, you don't really know anything else. You just think, oh, this is normal. Like, yeah. people you know, shit and wag bags yeah, and, exactly. uh, <laughs> you know, and then throw each other off balconies. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that's not normal. That's yeah. not normal. Military and the, and like, these are the people that are going to fight hard next to you when it comes to combat. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think that's such an interesting thing because, uh, I don't think I talk about it enough, uh, myself, but like you see these crazy kind of caveman esque kids, you know, doing these things, being, uh, you know, drunken hooligans, <laughs> you know, and they're all nice enough, but, I've not met a Marine who will be, you know, the barracks partier who will not kick open a door. Right. You know what I mean? They're all, th- it's just, that's what I love about the Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. It's it's controlled chaos, sometimes controlled, um, but it's also just men and women who are just like, hey, we're we're going to do everything all the way. Oh, yeah. Whether it's combat or whether yeah. we're sleeping. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a hundred the whole time. Yeah, a hundred the whole yeah. time. So I think that's a fascinating dynamic. But yeah, no, not a lot of people get to experience that. No, they do not. And uh, 
it, it's a shame. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, <laughs> you should experience just a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, just get a t- yeah. like. I think they should do kind of like how they have Tiger Cruises, where they bring families on a ship. Oh yeah, they should do that for Marine Corps barracks. That's right. <laughs> where yeah. they just like mom and dad to like, hey, this is Lance Corporal So and So. Don't get too close. <laughs> <laughs> and you knock on the door, and he's like in his box, just like what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just do a, a Tiger barracks cruise. Um, yeah, man. Uh, that's all I wanted was your story. So bye. No, all right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out. No. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, you got anything else for the audience, man? I d- first, I just I don't know if we're rapping or not yet, but I just want to say I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Uh, you've always uh, you've always been a good storyteller, so the world deserves to know those stories. Number oh, one, appreciate it. But number two, uh, more than that, you've always been a good mentor for me personally, and I just want to say that on a national platform. Oh, so nice. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, you got anything else for the people? Uh, I, think, I think what you're doing here is awesome. Yeah, and, thanks, uh, <clears throat> whether you ask my opinion or not, I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, was just about to. Hit yeah. Stop yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> but I, I've told you this before. I think what you're doing is great. And, yeah. uh, I think, uh, I've heard you mention on some of your, I listened to a few of these before I got on here just to yeah, see yeah. what I was getting into. <laughs> uh, and you know, you're like, Oh, the downloads are okay. Like, dude, yeah, yeah we, we, I know you know this already, but th- don't you worry about that of stuff. Of course. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just be you and, yeah. and people know you're authentic and genuine yeah. and that's really what matters. Uh, and and the rest will just fall in line. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, and if they don't like it, whatever. No, okay. Fuck them. Right, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap this bro fest. Just up don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just don't. Just don't start a coffee company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all. But I ask. the t-shirts are so cool. Yeah, they yeah. say sheepdog on them. No, I hear know. me out. Yeah, hear yeah, me out. It has a if rifle you, yeah. on it. Yeah. And for um, your audience, we're talking about Maxwell House. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so oh yeah. Seven National Guard guys that I'm got a, together. <laughs> I'm a full. Yeah, I'm a Folgers man through and through. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, per popular uh, vote, the workout of the day wants to make a comeback per a few people. I say okay. popular vote. But yeah, so I asked you to come up with a workout that you like to do. You can pass on to the people so you can send this out with your workout of the day. Yeah. Okay. So um, we discussed this. So I came down to one thing, which is kind of like my go-to. Okay. Um, the reason it's my go-to is being in the Navy, they require us to do a physical fitness test sure. right, once a year, twice a year if you're not, your scores yeah. aren't high enough. Yeah. Um, so basically everything I do is revolved around that and then just basically hunting. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but pr- the Navy primarily, so right. Push-ups, planks and running. Mm-hmm. So most of what I do is revolves around that. Okay. So my workout of the day would be, um, you're going to start off with a, you know, dynamic workout mm-hmm. or, or dynamic warm up, just to get your blood moving. Of course. Whatever that may look like, stretch a little bit, um, get you comfortable. And then I, I typically start with a four mile run. Okay. Um, and then after four miles, I usually head back to my driveway is where I start and end. Right. And then from there, it's uh, no weights at all. It's just mm-hmm. going to be your body. So all calisthenics. Um, you're going to do four rounds, and it's going to be four rounds of 25. So 25 push-ups, mm-hmm. uh, five-second rest, mm-hmm. uh, 25 squats, five-second rest, okay. and then a minute plank. Okay. And then so you're going to do that four times. So four-minute total yep. plank and then 100 squats push-ups. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. No, I love that. That's fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. Also, I you mentioned the hunting thing. I know you're a big uh, outdoorsman and a big hunter. I know. I don't think you want to. You don't quite have a brand or anything quite yet. I know you're working something. You're. you're, you're yeah, just for fun. Yeah, you're shopping something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know if you had a name for it yet. It's good not. therapy. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I uh, I kind of stole. You know, it's the we all familiar with the join or die, right? Right, right. Uh, so I kind of played off of that. It's hunt or die. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've drawn. It's been good therapy. I've yeah. probably drawn a dozen. And it uh, looks great. Yeah, too. thank so you. I, I know you're not ready to like do a launch. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. That, but like, yeah, no. I just want to say that, that it looks. Yeah, really and good. I have no real <laughs> talk is talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> until something <laughs> happens. That's but true. That's yeah. True. So, but I I'd love for it to do something. And really, what I did it, I just did it because it's like 
it's what I would want to wear. Yeah. You know, it's really, it's really is that simple. Uh, I'm not trying to do anything crazy with it. It's kind of like, Hey, I think people would enjoy this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one day it'll happen. I'm All right. sure. All right. I love that. That's your mentorship for yeah, the day. Yeah. Do what you love and the rest will follow. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I know Karen wants to keep drinking old fashioned, so we're going to do that. Yep. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you come on. And as always stand by for more. <laughs>